Couple Advisory Solutions is an SEC-registered investment advisor and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempt from registration requirements. I wish that our stock market were as honest as every casino I go into. The gambling propensity is strong in people to do mathematically unintelligent things. Welcome to Libel on Fire with Libel Sternbach, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams as fast as possible with as little stress as possible. Libel Sternbach is the author of Living with Financial Anxiety and Authenticity. Libel's advice has been featured in countless publications, including Reader's Digest, USA Today, Yahoo Finance, CNN Business, Investment News, and Market Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Libel on Fire. Welcome to another episode of Libel on Fire. And I have the distinct pleasure of being with Amazon's best-selling author of Living with Financial Anxiety. And he's also the author of Authenticity. Libel, hello and welcome back. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing really, really well. And I can't wait to get into this topic because I can see that it's happening in my near future. We want to talk about retirement. And I'm just curious, uh, there are some retirees that I, that I know, and I'm sure you've counseled over time. Do they ever come to you and they say, look, Libel, I just don't have enough money to retire, but I need to go. What do you say after you put your arm around their shoulder? So I personally, I have yet to meet someone who said I had enough money, regardless of <laughs> regardless of how much they've had. I, I literally, there was one day where I met with, with a, a guy who had, you know, about 3 million in the bank and he had pensions and whatnot. And then I met with a lady who, who she had, you know, I like a hundred thousand dollars or something. Right. And like, you couldn't be further apart and they both felt that they didn't have enough money. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. I, what I will say is I think it's a feeling, right. It, what subjectively, Objectively, having enough money, um, I think that, you know, I don't know that there's a number for that, because one of the things that I think makes America great is that we as a nation have committed to the fact that while we want to have this capitalist society that rewards individual efforts, we also want to have a safety net that is available to the people who need it. And that safety net is not charity. It's in the form of it's in the form of programs that people can tap into if they if they if they need it, because either they don't have the income or the resources to be able to afford things on their own um, or just be able to go that extra mile. Um, And so there are there are so many ways to retire, regardless of your income level, Mm -hmm. that Honestly, you know, how much you have saved should be the secondary question of, am I ready to retire? It's interesting. You're giving people a lot of hope. I know that uh, you're making me take a step back as I think about uh, retirement, because it says to me, and what I hear you saying is that if you're ready to retire, if it's come for that time and you're there, maybe, maybe not totally financially, but maybe emotionally that it is possible to retire on your own terms. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think so. And I, and I think that not retiring in a lot of ways, it's a, it's a shackle of the mind. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if you've been, you know, kind of following this very interesting trend that's been going on. Um, you know, this this uh, world of abundance that people talk about, um, you know, abundance this, abundance that, or uh, wellness, right? Uh, health and wellness. Um, but people are waking up to this idea that money and the the thought patterns that we have when it comes to what we need financially and as well as, you know, uh, emotionally and mentally, that these are all constructs that we've kind of created for ourselves. And they, in a lot of ways, they hold us back. Um, and when you kind of let go of the norm of, well, I have to work a hard day's labor in order to make an honest wage, or I need to, I need to have lots of money saved up because nobody will take care of me in my old age or, you know, whatever it is that we've been raised with that has been indoctrinated into us. That is, you know, as American as apple pie, um, when you let go of those things, you open your eyes to a world where anything is possible at any income level. That's really interesting. So walk me through this, Libel. So how do people, uh, and many of our listeners, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to cast a, a net here, but there are a lot of people, especially those who listen to our show, there are 78 million baby boomers, and that number is growing, who retire. How do they, how do people retire when they don't have a lot of money? So um, first I'm going to, uh, just addressed with the, the elephant in the room. I think that the vast majority of retirees of, of the of baby boomers um, and their parents do not have enough money to, to retire on what people think of as retirement. If they were to be completely financially independent without any government subsidies, without any resources from the community, without like if you were placed on a desert island and you had to survive with the money that you've earned so far. Okay. I don't think that's possible for the vast majority of retirees. And I think that that's our fault. I also think that it's our responsibility as a nation, not just as a government, but as individuals. And this is why I do this show. This is why I do everything I do is to help as many people be financially independent as possible without having to rely on um, the government to come out and hand it out to you. Um, because if we, if all of a sudden we turn around and all these baby boomers who do not have enough money to conventionally retire, all of a sudden, you know, they, they are forced to retire for health or, you know, other reasons or just age, right? right. What's going to end up happening is the, all the local governments are going to have to cough up money to feed and house and clothe these people and take care of them. And the government, doesn't have the ability to do that, at least in an economic way, right? The government is not the most efficient vehicle. The money exists, but by the time the government get, gets involved, it's going to be all gone right. and nobody's going to be happy with the results. So we as an individuals need to figure out how to solve this problem for everyone, because if we don't, that is, forget about a recession, forget about the markets, that's going to destroy our country. That, that's my, what, what I see as the big fear. So Having said that, right, how do we do this? How do we actually retire, regardless of what we have, regardless of, you know, what, what money and resources we have? I think the first thing that we got to do, right, is look at what we want for retirement. What are the things that we actually need? Um, and whether it's housing, right, or whether it's, uh, you know, paying for electricity or heat, all of those things that we need, they are available to us 
Um, and we need to look at the resources that are available. So for instance, home, right? A lot of baby boomers own their homes or they have, they live in houses that they raise their children in and they have equity in those homes, right? That is a resource to be tapped into. This is, by the way, something that is unconventional wisdom. And I've gotten flack for this in the past, but all of a sudden with interest rates, people are talking about this. Your home is a resources, a resource, right? Okay. Look for it and see how you can leverage it. Um, look how you can leverage that. Now, right now is not the time, probably. It may not be the time to sell right now. Um, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm not going to comment on whether now is the time to take out money. But just remember, you're sitting on a chunk of real estate that has value and will increase in value. Um, something else to look at, right? The, the millennials who couldn't afford to buy a house, the solution that they found was building these, these little mini houses in their, in their parents' backyards. Hmm. That can easily be flipped the other way. And these houses, right? They think they're as cheap as like, you know, $30,000, $40,000. You can even buy on Amazon a kit to build this thing, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And when you're thinking about it, right, you're like, well, I want to be independent. I want to have my own space. I don't want to move in with my kids. Yeah, I totally get you, right? Move into their backyard. They can still take care of you and you still have independence, right? There are options when you start to look. Um, so it, it's more about opening your eyes to non-traditional possibilities. That's one thing. Uh, the other thing is there's resources out there. Let's say you own your home outright, right? So what do you actually need in order to, to live, right? You need food on the table, roof over your head, heat, mm -hmm. right? Electricity, medicine, the government's going to provide for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So really, you just need to put food on the table when it comes to food and heat. Right. All of the local all, all the local companies that provide electricity and heating, they all have programs for seniors. They all have needs based programs. So I, I um, you know, while while it is possible, you know, I mean, the truth is that you can argue that even with an extreme poverty, the more the more impoverished you are, the less likely you are to go without heat. It's the people who live in this middle ground where they've got resources, but they don't have enough that have to work the hardest. Are there community resources that people who really need the extra help can tap into that you're aware of? I know AARP does a great job. Yep. So, the, so they do a great job. Every um, So the Department of Health, and there's usually a Department of Health or Aging um, for every state, every county, they all have uh, senior resources. Um, look for local community centers. Uh, there are some websites like 211.org, findhelp.org, needymeds.org. There are these national resources where they get grants from the federal government, state government, and local governments to help people find money, uh, money and resources to provide for the things that they need. And it could be things like, you know, getting a home health care worker to come and help you with things. It can be things to help you, you know, renovate your house or pay for medicines or get generic drugs or, or just have someone who can help you navigate all the millions of things that you have to navigate as a retiree, mm -hmm. right? Whereas if you had money, you would hire a financial advisor who would do this for you or help you navigate it. If you don't have money or you don't, you can't afford a financial advisor, the government has people who they're paying who will help you do this. Really? Yeah, it, it exists. You just need to know to look. Wow. So I, yeah. do you have a resource that you can share at this point? I know we don't talk about this uh, this early, 
But is there a resource that our listeners can tap into right now as they're listening to us to start that process to uncover these resources? So the biggest resource you're going to find and the best resource is going to be your local government. Mm -hmm. Your local government will have uh, a website or they will have um, or they will have a department for seniors. They will have that. Um, and they would, and they've gathered in there, you know, all the local resources that they're funding, because mm-hmm. uh, generally the money trickles down federal government, state, then county, then local government, and they, the local government is usually in charge of handing it out. So at each one of those levels, right, each one of them will have websites and resources and people you can call and offices you can walk into who will be more than willing to help you with that local library, the people working there. Uh, generally know of those programs. Library also generally get funding. Part of their grants is to be this community center for disseminating this information. So check that out. Websites, 211.org, findhelp.org, MediMeds. All of those websites have in there, you put in where you are and they'll, they have the different websites specialize in different areas, but they will help connect you with those local resources. The other thing, Anyone who you're paying money to, right? Next time you get a bill, just call them up and say, hey, I am, you know, I am 65, I'm whatever, right? And I am, or just say, I'm having trouble paying this bill. What options do you have, right? And don't wait until you're running out of money to ask for that help. I've been there, right? We're, you know, broke and not having anything. It's a lot harder to get help when you don't have money. When you have a little bit of money still, people will, there are options available to you. When you have no money, then you're, you know, kind of at the mercy of, you know, uh, whoever, whatever resources are out there, and it's a lot harder to find them. But when you have something and you're not there, those are the people who they really want to help because they want to keep you from getting to that point. You also have some resources, too, with your website and your TikTok channel. That, that is correct. Yeah, on our website. Um, so go to our website, yieldsforyou.com. Got a ton of resources there. I put together a whole bunch of guides. There's trainings. There's, you know, we got our blog, our podcast, and on TikTok, if you like, you know, one to two minute videos. Uh, so really, I mean, even like from these podcasts, I'll pull out, you know, little sound bites. I'm constantly recording things. Uh, and if you have questions, just submit them, email them, and I will answer them or I'll find somebody who can answer them for you. Before we go, we've only got about 90 seconds left. If there is one thing that our listeners can do today to make sure that they have a financial liquidity in retirement, what would you share with us? You have more resources than you think you have, and you are wealthier than you know. Um, Start asking the hard questions. Start pretending that you don't know anything and ask for help, and you will be amazed at what you will find. That's Lyle Sternbach. You can tell that he's on fire. Lyle on fire. I'm Freddie Bell, and we'll be back with more right after this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lyle on Fire. If you have questions about today's topic, please submit them on our Facebook group at libelonfire.com/slash/facebook. And if you would like a free signed copy of Living with Financial Anxiety and Authenticity, visit libelonfire.com. Now, back to Libel on Fire. Welcome back to Libel on Fire. I'm with the best-selling author from Amazon with Living with Financial Anxiety. That's one book. He has a second book entitled Authenticity, 
Leibel Sternbach is with us, and welcome back to the program as we talk about retirement. How are you, sir? I am doing great. How about yourself? Unbelievable. A robust conversation underway as we talk about retirement. And um, I'm just curious, Leibel, what is a way that you would suggest that somebody who is in retirement or contemplating retirement, that they can make money while they're retired? So there are a lot of options. Oh, good. A lot of options. Um, and so I, I'm going to, I'm going to share something. Um, the, <laughs> you're making me nervous. Dave Ramsey. I was watching one of his videos the other day and I, I don't agree with a lot of what he says. Um, I, I think he's, you know, he's got a good program, a good approach. And for the people who it works for, it's amazing. Um, what he, but one of, one of the shows he was, he, somebody was, you know, bashing him and his response was it is amazing that in this day and age all you have to do is say some common sense and um to to um you know refute all this right that there is a lack of common sense in this world and when it comes to when it comes to retirement when it comes to working right you, it used to be like you'd get old and nobody wanted you because you were, you know, it was harder for you to work. You couldn't do the physical stuff. It's, you know, they would get someone who was younger and faster and cheaper. But guess what? The younger, faster, cheaper are stupider. So um, <laughs> you, with your accumulated wisdom, can come in and not only can you do the thing faster and better than the young person, and I don't mean do the TikTok dances, I mean, you can look at a problem and you've seen this a thousand times before, and you have emotional intelligence because you weren't raised in front of a screen. And so you have skills that the newer generations are just lacking. And so you are very much in demand. And part of the reason why we have a you know a housing shortage and part of the reason why we're in this weird inflationary uh pressure that we have is because the old people are still working all the people who were supposed to retire because they got old and their their backs hurt and they no longer would be able to show up to the factory well they're not working factories they're working management jobs they're working consulting jobs they're still sitting in those jobs and they're holding them back from the millennials and the uh, younger generations who ordinarily would be taking that over and you know they're still living in their big houses or they're building bigger houses now so when we think about what work can you do as you know as a retiree especially part-time um i i'll I'll be very open about it most of the people i hire are over the age 50 i very much do not like hiring young people because you know yeah they're great for pushing buttons and understanding how technology works and i don't understand some of the stuff that you know you you know goes on online and have young people for that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to putting it together and making it so that something resonates with another human being, that, you know, something reads properly and communicates my message that something that the work that I want done gets done, that I rely on people 50 and older, because there is, there is a certain experience that comes with that. There's, there's some, there's a quality that, that you as a as an older person not raised on technology have that cannot be found. So do not devalue that just because you take it for, as a given. One is um, communication skills. Yeah. Yeah. Communication skills, communication skills, empathy, emotional intelligence, and, and, and a, an ability to figure things out on your own. Right. Like, 
<laughs> you cannot uh, undervalue that at all. <laughs> no, but, but you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised at how many times I get asked by younger people I hire, how do I do this? And it's like, that's what I'm paying you for. You go figure it out. I, I don't want to tell you how to do it. If I told you how to do it, then I wouldn't need you. Um, but that is that is a quality that you have, that problem-solving ability, the ability to 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 think not digital first. And so that skill set, that those insights that you have are extremely valuable. Now, how do you leverage that while not, you know, working your ass off, while not, uh, while, while sitting on a, on a beach, you know, sipping a mojito, right? The younger generation has really figured that one out. How do you do nothing and get paid for it? Um, so you need to, you know, start picking some cues from up from them of how to do it. Um, and some of the ways to do it is freelancing, right? So this gig economy, this is the future, right? The working nine to five for an employer that is that is on the way out. And when I was you know talking the other day about the economy's reshuffling, this is one of those reshufflings that are going to happen, which means that if you get yourself into this freelancing world, right, whether it's freelancer.com, and I personally have been working and hiring as a freelancer since since I was like 12. Wow. Um, yeah. And you, you just go on there. You got Fiverr, you got uh, Upwork, you got freelancer.com. I mean, there's Postmates, there's all kinds of ways of um, time sharing your value. And that's really what it is. You, you work for when you want to work for, and you decide how much you get paid. And there is someone out there who will use your skills. And you just need to get good at pushing that out there. That's not a bad way to make money. And you don't have to be in retirement to, to leverage these resources. No, no, you don't. I mean, help. It might help you retire. We're talking with Libel Sternbach about retirement. And you gave us some ideas of what we can do to, if we have a gig economy, we can go to Fiverr and other such resources to bring in extra money. We can freelance. What are some other measures that we can take to make sure that we have a comfortable retirement and the money that we want? Yep. Okay, so so in addition to the making more money, uh, or really under the category of making more money, you want to make sure that you're investing your time, which is what we talked about, and then your money, right? So whether it is the assets that you have right now, whether it's your home, or whether it is the money that you are freelancing, or the what you have in your 401k or your retirement account, but I want you to look at every resource that you have and say, how can I make more of this? Right. If I have a dollar in my wallet, how do I turn that into two? If I have an hour in my day, how do I either turn that into two hours or how do I get paid for that time? Right. If I'm just going to be sitting there on the couch and I don't know what to fill my time with, how can I earn money doing that? And when you start asking those questions and you and you also look at your expenses, right? And you say, how can I reduce my expenses? Um, how can I reduce the ways that I'm losing money? And so I kind of look at this as like a, a two-tier thing. Um, and, and so the way I look at it is, you know, what are the things that are taking away value? So wasted time, wasted money, paying too much in taxes, paying too much in expenses, mm -hmm. um, buying, you know, buying things in bulk, right? That's one way to save money. You know, you're going to need toilet paper. If you buy it in bulk, it is cheaper, Right. On the same token, cash flow is important, right? So if you've got, if you're living on social security, you need to juggle those two. And if that's your only income, um, but look at all the resources you have. And if there's something that 
you think isn't a resource, question it, right? If there's an expense that you think that can't get cheaper, question whether that is actually true. Mm-hmm. Asking the question, why, right? Why, um, why am I paying this? Why is this not, why, how can I do this cheaper? Why can't I do it cheaper? And you just keep asking that question. You just keep asking it of anybody who you can, you will be surprised at your answers, right? Whether it's bills, call them up, say, what can I do uh, to reduce this? Um, whether it's, um, you know, you want to start, you know, selling something or your investments, right? Can I do better, right? How can I do better and still feel comfortable? There is always a way to stretch that dollar out further and you just need to keep digging and digging. Um, and I have on my website a ton of resources for specific scenarios. Uh, if you have questions that I don't address on there, you know, just submit them, email them to me. Um, and it might be the topic of a show. It might be a, a free report that I create or a blog post. Um, but that is, that, that is, those are the questions you need to ask. And that's what I'm here to, to address is that question. How do I maximize the resources that I have? minimize the ways that it gets reduced either by taxes by government unnecessary expenses etc um and how do i enjoy it to the fullest right? don't forget that part it, it, you know all this money that we're talking about all this stretching and making it do what good is it if you don't enjoy it right exactly exactly i i need to i'm thinking about those concert tickets that i need to <laughs> <laughs> to get while well I'm in retirement. So yields4u.com, yields, the number four you, the letter u.com is a resource from Leibold Sternbach. I've got to ask you this question. I know we're talking about making the money work for us, but let's think about the economy. Uh, how do you think the economy will affect retirees, especially for those who can't afford to retire in the next 10 to 20 years? It, I, I think I may have answered the question myself is that we do have some time on our side. You have time on your side. You have more time than you think because medicine has gotten better. Um, they're call, they've been calling retirement the third adulthood, right, uh, for a while now. Mm-hmm. Many retirees, you know, living 20, 30 years. Uh, so you, you've got a lot of time on your hands um, and you've got a lot of time for that growth, which means that you gotta, you got to look at your decisions in that time context as well. The other thing that I want you to think about is that you are not alone in this. You just the same problems that you're going through. There is literally tens of millions of other people in same or worse uh, situations. So we have to solve this problem for all of them. So don't make the assumption and don't let people make you make the assumption that you have to do this for yourself, that you're, you're in this fight alone and you have to provide for your health care and you're the only one who has to provide for you know, a roof over your head. Us as a country could not live with ourselves if we let that happen. I mean, hell, that's how the Social Security Administration came about was because us as a country were like, we forced all these people to move from the farmland where they were getting taken care of by their family. And they worked in these factories all their life. (coughs) And then they get sick. And Mm -hmm. the last few years, they're a burden on their family and they can't do anything. And this isn't right. So the country as a whole came together and passed the Social Security Act to provide funds for people in their retirement so they can live in dignity, right? We as a country will solve this. You need to do your part until that happens, but it will happen because the larger voting block is not going to end up on the street. It's just not going to (laughs) happen. That's true. We're just about out of time, unfortunately, Libel, 
But uh, my last question uh, maybe is hope for people who are in retirement or very, very close to it. Is it ever too late to save for retirement? It's never too late to save for retirement. It doesn't matter even if you are already retired, right? You've got a ways to go. So, you know, save as much as possible, but don't do it at the expense of living. Don't do it at the expense of enjoying. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, so don't, don't be a miser and be that, be that person who dies in a golden house, but at the same time, don't be that person who, you know, dies penniless. How can we get more information, Libel? Website, TikTok, find me on TikTok. So Freddie, I understand that you've got a show and resources for retirees as well. Absolutely. It's called New Beginnings right here on your favorite radio station. And uh, we do talk with people like AARP Minnesota, uh, AARP Nationally, and folks with resources galore liable. So where can people find that show and more information about you and your show? Well, an easy way to go is just to my website, freddiebell.com, and it shows all the local and national listings. That is awesome. He is the author of Living with Financial Anxiety and also the author of Authenticity as Libel Sternbach. I'm Freddie Bell with Libel on Fire. That's all the time we have for this episode of Libel on Fire, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams. If you have questions about today's topic, please submit them in our Facebook group at libelonfire.com slash Facebook. And if you would like a free copy of Libel's book, Living with Financial Anxiety and Authenticity, visit libelonfire.com. Thanks for listening. Koppel Advisory Solutions is an SEC-registered investment advisor and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. All investment strategies can result in profit or loss. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as any offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Content should not be viewed as legal or tax advice. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation.